Alright, Season 2 has just started. Episode 1 of Season 2 of End to End. TV Joe and Flags are back for it. We got new content, new awards we're giving out every week. Um, a lot more stuff. I think it's going to be way more casual than Season 1 has started off. So, uh, yeah, we're all back. We're all ready to go. What's up, guys? We are in prime time of sports right now. Every night there's something. We have MLB playoffs going on. NHL obviously just started. Uh, which is big news for us because we have lots to talk about this episode. Um, even NFL is in full effect, and NBA yep. will be starting soon too. So I'm happy about the sports seasons right now. I know October is such an undefeated month for sports; <laughs> like it's unreal. Like Thursday night, I was like flipping between like four or five games. Like I just didn't know what to watch. Like NHL starting, like Flager said, Thursday night football, MLB playoffs. Like it was just like. My God, I was like on the TV did you, on the couch for like four hours. Did you watch that Thursday night football game this week? Because that was a very good game. Yeah, I, I did. It. I watched like most of it because it was so back and forth. Yeah, it was crazy. And doesn't help when the freaking guy misses a field goal in the last two seconds of the game. Big leg, no. Greg. Like, come yeah. on, are you kidding? Well, Carroll, honestly, though, I shot for that if they lost. I really think that Seattle's fan big part of that because. Um, Greg Zerlin, whatever his name is, he does not usually miss field goals like I that. And I, I really think it was just the the crowd, like the nerves got to him, and that's why he missed it, I think. Yeah. Anyways, that's let's talk they... about hockey here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, it's just so big in sports that we're just kind of... There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot going on right now, man. It's awesome. Another, another occurring effect in the NHL, we didn't get to it last week because obviously this didn't happen in time, but... RFA signings. Everyone is signed. Everyone is back to playing. We're all happy about that because we want to see the best stars play. Um, we gonna, we're going to announce some signings here. So first one is Patrick Laine signed a two-year deal worth 6.75, obviously, with the Jets. That's uh, a another, reasonable deal. Yeah, just so just keep rambling off names. Kyle Connor signed a seven-year deal worth $7.14 million. I was kind of shocked about that. The big one. He was arguably the biggest one after Marner signed six years. So the same length as Marner at 9.25 with the Avs, which is a great deal for them as well. Yeah, and then an RFA next year, Alexander Debrinkit signed a three-year deal worth around $6 million per season. Absolute steal of a contract. And then yesterday, St. Louis Blues locked up Braden Shen to an eight-year, $52 million contract extension, which is uh, averages out to about 6.5 per season. All in all, good signings, I think, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, yeah, they had to get back fair. into the league. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially with Kyle Connor, man, seven years, seven million. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a steal of contract in a few years. Yeah, he has the potential to get like thirty five every year, I think. Yeah. And with Patrick Line, I mean like it just seems the two years is like they got a deal done. It's like, okay, like we got a deal done. We wanted longer, but I mean Patrick Line didn't want longer. Isn't that more of a bridge deal, though? Yeah, it is, yeah. but it seems like it's a contract where, like, they just made it up, not on the spot, but, like, out of desperation to get him back to playing because I'm sure they wanted this guy locked up long-term, not two years, and imagine how many goals he can score in two years and then affect his contract next time. Yeah, it's going to be a tough day for the Jets, and they're, they're already a tough day because Dustin Bufflin doesn't want to freaking report to the team. Yeah, they currently have, like, one defenseman, Morrissey, who's playing probably, like, 40 minutes a game because they literally have no one else on that back end. It's just a disaster in Winnipeg right now. <laughs> but they, they did have an amazing comeback win last night, though. I got to yeah. give them that. 
It was almost a disaster. It was embarrassing. 4 nothing to the Devils, and they won 5-4 in a shootout. So, yeah, all in all, we're excited to get the season back going because preseason was horrible to watch. It was just bad. I can't watch preseason. Like, it's, I can't. it's not it's the horrible. same. Yeah, it's horrible. The intensity is not the same. It's meaningless. I, it literally yeah. is. I think it. I think they're going to reduce it to six games next year, though. Yeah, they are. Thank so, God. That's good. I think that's better because that's less chance of players getting hurt before the season. And that too. Yeah, that's horrible when they get hurt. But uh, all in all, good deals, you guys think? For sure. I have no yeah. complaints with any of those, really. Mm-hmm. A lot of short-term. Like, the trend keeps continuing the short-term deal, except for, like, Kyle Connor and then Braden Shen. But, like, Dabrinkak, uh, Line A, and then even, like, Point and Besser and those guys, all th- basically two- to three-year contracts for those guys. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, the Avs probably got the best one by locking and ranting it for under ten million for six years. He could have probably got. He was asking for Marner money. Yeah. He didn't get it, but uh, he's it's still a big chunk of change. But I think the reason yeah. he got that much is because Sakic, the GM, was like, "Yeah, look at your boy McKinnon here is making six <laughs> three, and he's better than you. So what are you gonna ask for?" And he's true. like, "True." <laughs> he did get more, point. but I mean, he did get more, true. but like. It's because at the time, I guess. Yeah, obviously. McKinnon's contract is an absolute steal. Like, what yeah. the hell? Him and oh, Barkov? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shifley. Yeah, but he'll be... One day, he'll be big money. Oh, yeah. He's going to make McDavid money in his next contract, sure. I feel. Yeah, he'll be in his sure. prime. Colorado will be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all in all, good signings from the RFAs. Obviously, Braden Chen isn't an RFA, but yeah, eight years for Braden Chen. They locked him up after the cup win, so... They obviously like Braden Chen as a player and view him as a key part in this organization. So, yeah, good for all these signings. Um, obviously, Yeah, obviously the season started, and uh, this is a new idea for us. I don't know who wants to explain it, but uh, all, all for it. Basically, we're going to be giving out a hard hat award every single um, week. Um, it's basically an award that each of us are going to pick an indiv- individual player, and it's awarded to the best player in the NHL. Uh, of the past week um we'll all try to pick a different player yeah yeah we should yeah um thomas you start us off this week you got a, a nice little pick all right i am giving the hard hat award to mark stone of the vegas golden knights uh, his first full year in vegas and his first two games for them this season uh, he scored one goal three assists four points he was a plus three with one power play goal and one shorthanded goal last night on a thomas Noseka goal uh, this guy on his $9.5 million deal, he is going to be a threat for the Vegas Golden Knights and the best player for the Vegas Golden Knights this season. Uh, he might win a ton of hard hat awards this year. So yeah, keep up for Mark Stone. Nice. Good pick. Uh, my, my hard hat is going to Mika Zibanejad of the New York Rangers. Uh, this guy, he obviously is their number one center in New York, but I was not expecting him to go off like he did in his first game against the Jets this week on Thursday night. He um, scored one goal, and he got three assists and four points in one night. Uh, he was a plus four, and he's playing the Ottawa Senators tonight, so we could see him <laughs> racking up team. even more points tonight. <laughs> but Zibanejad, man, I, I was shocked that he um, like performed as well as he did against the Jets. It was like, you know, um, ever play NBA 2K20? Or, like, or I mean, any know. 2K game? Yeah. You know how there's, like, when you play um, My Career or whatever, how you get... You could get badges, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're basically like specialties or whatever. It was almost like Zabanjad had the Dimer badge 
every <laughs> pass he was making, like one of his teammates was scoring. Yeah, it was Panarin or Buchnevich or whoever was scoring. Uh, Truba had a massive, massive game as well. So yeah, against his old team. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't, sorry, I know Flagers are like Joe's hard hat award is upcoming, but. Something else happened with the New York Rangers uh, on Thursday night. I don't know who was playing in goal, but uh, somebody had oh, a milestone. Oh, shit, yeah. And we've been talking about this for the whole offseason. Flager, I know. We literally talk about talked it. about it for a month at oh, the yeah. end of the regular season. And um, Heinrich Lundqvist finally got his 450th career <laughs> yeah, <I> win. <laughs> finally. It only took him about 20 games to hit the milestone, but he did it. Yeah, and I'm pretty happy about it that he finally did it. Had a boy, King Henrik. <laughs> he almost lost it too. That game was back and forward as well. So yeah, good for King Henrik. Yeah. Had a boy, Joe, were you were you on the podcast already when we were talking about that? No, no. It was the off season. Yeah, you would have in the off season, right? Yeah. Yeah, I came in like at the draft. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. I was end to end's first round pick into a new edition. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, so my okay. hard hat award goes back to Vegas, and I'm going to pick Marc Andre Fleury, the goaltender. So they played the Sharks twice and destroyed the Sharks <laughs> twice. Fleury, 2 0 so far in the season, a 1.00 goals against average. So he's only allowed one goal in each game he's played against the Sharks. The Sharks are a good team. And he has a 965 save percentage, which is even more impressive. So Marc-Andre Fleury is still getting it done. I'm still not sold on that Vegas D, but, like, Fleury just, ever since he's been in Vegas, like, I can't count him out for anything. I picked him in my fantasy because yeah, I knew I Vegas would have a big year. And he is currently ranked second behind uh, Captain Underpants of the Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm happy with that pick. And Fleury's... 34 is gonna be 35 soon. He's still getting it done with Vegas. Yeah. Also, that's picks. actually that's one thing that we didn't talk about. eh, is how Tavares got a uh, captaincy. Yeah, he got named captain. Yeah, not 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 a big deal, right? Not a big deal in the city of Toronto where the media talks about it 24 seven. That's literally all we captain. heard about all week. I don't oh, know yeah. if you saw my did you all see my Instagram and like Snapchat like story. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Yeah, the sleeping pajama boy Tavares dreaming about being captain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Solid work by AJ Flager. Solid work. Yeah, I thought there it was pretty funny, but apparently graphic design work. <laughs> apparently, no one else thought it was funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say one other thing, and I think it was about Mark Andre Fleury, and how freaking good he is even at the age that he is right now he's getting up there. i think he's he's like what early 30s now yeah 34 mid 30s mid 30s yeah he uh, he still looks like an elite goaltender in the nhl well i mean yeah. he was a first overall pick so i mean but he's still his, getting it done too yeah like, like his like drop off should be that bad yeah and, and he's still they, getting it done <laughs> for vegas they don't have a backup goalie malcolm Subban's just not good enough to play no backup, not so. at all Flurry's yeah. gonna have to handle a bunch of the load this year. So yeah, but yeah, Vegas is going for literally another cup run in their third season, which is incredible. Again, yeah. their first mm-hmm. season they go to the finals. Last year, horror horrific loss to the San Jose Sharks, and uh, yeah, they're looking for revenge. They got it two games wins versus the San Jose Sharks, and yeah, I Vegas found that, is gonna be a team to deal with. I found that kind of weird that they played the Sharks back to back first Twice, two games yeah. of the season. Well, not. Like, if it happened in the middle of the season, it wouldn't be that weird. But the first two games of the season, they played yeah. 
back to back. Like it's just it was kind of weird to me when I saw that. Riley yeah, Smith has been um yeah he's been good too looking really good too he I know he was number one in our fantasy hockey league for for a couple yeah like a actually it would have been like a day one day yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another discussion point what do you guys think about the scheduling to start off the year do you guys like it because for the Leafs side for me it's like the same opponents the same arenas I would rather them just play a random ass opponent but they need these ratings and stuff for um, Sports Night and TSN here in Toronto. I just don't like the opening games. Like I like the games where you. What like, do you mean? I don't understand what you mean. I just like the games where you play opponents that you don't usually play on opening night. Like the Leafs play the exact same opponents every every opening night. Like for Montreal, they play Carolina. That's not an opponent you play every opening night. That's true. Yeah. Like Boston, I don't know. Play I Dallas. like. I like the rivalry games for opening night. Like, I mean, usually the Leafs obviously they always do play the Habs. It seems like. Um, but I wouldn't be upset if they played like the Bruins or even the yeah, Sens. Like, I mean, they sorry, the they played the Sens this year. Usually, the... it's the Habs though. But I I like those divisional games for opening night. I don't I don't think they should play a random conference on opening night. Well, I mean, play a good team, not a bad team, to start the opening night. I think they should That's have played all. the yeah. Bruins this year, especially Honestly. that history in the playoffs. Like it just made too much sense. I agree. I would have liked to see that too. Uh, speaking about the Leafs. They're obviously first in the Atlantic right now, but they're not even playing good hockey, it seems like. I mean, they looked pretty good last night, but against the Sens, man, the Sens, like, they kind of outplayed them in the first period there. Yeah, I don't know if you guys would are... agree or not. Like, No, I agree. No, they and kept up for, like, half, finally, half Yeah, they kept up for, like, half the game. Finally, in the second period, though, the Leafs woke up and they kind of took things home, but, like, they're not playing good hockey at all in my opinion, and they're still top of the top of the pack. <laughs> two games in, top of the well, pack. Well, yeah, I know. I guess it is only two games in, but still. No, I get what I mean, you're saying. Yeah. If you could pull through with wins, though, and you're not even playing good hockey, let alone Frederick Anderson also looks like freaking dog shit. I don't know what he's doing. He's out to lunch every game, it looks like. He always lets in one or two shitty goals. Yeah, but I liked his game last night besides the freaking goal. He played he good yesterday, Anderson. I thought. He kept them in the but, game until uh, they scored like two goals in the third. The Leafs. I don't know. Those little mistakes could cost the Leafs in the long run that he makes. One thing that I don't like about him, but expert. I mean, they're winning. <laughs> they're winning, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, they Joe, always start off October hot. What are your Habs saying? What are they looking like? I haven't watched them yet this year. Uh, they played like okay against Carolina. They lost in Shudo, which is fine. Um, Price played amazing, so that's at least he's in the game already. The top two lines did not play well at all in first Carolina. So they played tonight versus the Leafs, coming off a of back to back. Hutchinson's probably playing tonight versus yeah, Price, so. It looks like they have an advantage, but I have no clue. They definitely it, do. It dude. is it is in Toronto. They have an advantage, but like the Leafs can score like five goals in two seconds, and the game's over. So <laughs> that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. True. So I don't know, but like they're coming back, they're flying in from Columbus. You know, they're gonna be tired. Three games in four nights, so the Montreal mm-hmm. should win tonight, based on everything like that. But I will not be surprised if they lose. The Leafs are also on a back-to-back too, though they're coming from uh, yeah, Colorado, that's what I mean. right? Yeah, uh, or Columbus, I mean. Um, yeah, Montreal played would Thursday, you, so they've been in Toronto. Would you call me crazy if I said that Claude Julien could win Coach of the Year this year? 
Yes. Well, honestly, <laughs> yes. like if the Habs could make playoffs, I if don't they know, make I the think... playoffs, it would be because of their goalie. Yeah. Wow. And the, and the development coaching like, would have a huge players. part of that for sure. Yeah, I that's think. true. With the team they have, it wouldn't just be Price. I don't they know. I saw Price to play like a monster to get in. I saw someone. I don't remember who it was, but someone had like a bunch of hot takes that they uh, posted on Twitter. It was like some like sport like hockey analyst or whatever like he's well known i don't remember who it was though um but he he mentioned how he thinks that claude julian is gonna win coach of the year and i, I kind of like that prediction i don't know well i mean for claude julian to win coach of the year he definitely has to get drew in on the right page that guy is terrible right now yeah. i know he had that's he played okay good yeah game. uh versus carolina he yeah he, he better play their, good yeah he was one of their best players like, i gotta give him credit he looked embarrassing all preseason long basically got benched <laughs> and then he he did come out firing Versus Carolina, he had one assist, but like he was like making things happen out there. Yeah, he better play fucking. He better play. He better good. like, Jesus Christ, man! They're paying him like five and a half million. I'm not getting fifty uh, points yeah. with that. Man. It's not even that. Just the hype around him in Montreal and the well, he went fourth overall. He has right? the, all the skills. I know. But just, he's, just he's not smart. consistent. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he doesn't have the smarts. He has. He could fly a deke and do all this shit, but like he's just not consistent. Yeah, Anyways, I guess I was kind of the segment we should, about the Leafs and Habs. <laughs> I think this is a good time to uh, introduce a new segment. Okay, another new segment. It was, it was Joe's idea, so Joe can introduce our new segment. What you say? What you say? So for this segment, <laughs> for this segment, it's basically funniest quotes from the week from either a player, coach, or management in an interview, or like. Even just any time, like it, either an interview or like on the ice, it's captured or something like that. So we all have a pick for funniest quotes of the week. <laughs> so it's called What You Say. So it's basically something that's kind of out, outlandish or like kind of like makes you chuckle a little bit. So we got our picks here. Thomas, you want to go first? Yeah, first uh, quote of the or What You Say of the week. Uh, I got Ilya Mikhaev of the Toronto Maple Leafs just debuted with the Leafs on Wednesday night versus the Ottawa Senators, and he had this to say after the game. Uh, sometimes I don't know words, and I I check in my translate Google Translate. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Netflix, uh, <laughs> friends. Mine was Evgeny Malkin. Um, I'll try to give context here. Basically, a reporter was asking him. Um, I don't remember who he's. He was asking Malkin what he yells on the ice, Russian, when he's calling for the puck, and Malkin says, give me puck, give me puck. <laughs> um, and Thomas, you play the, play the audio here. Yeah, I we'll guess. play that right now. Same, like, give me puck. All right, uh, my pick, as you know, San Jose and Vegas absolutely hate each other. Evander Kane got suspended for abuse of an official for three games, even though the ref basically tackled him <laughs> yeah. for no damn reason. It's pretty embarrassing, honestly. So he got suspended three games because he shoved the ref after. So this is what his boy, Ryan Reeves, had to say about Evander Kane getting suspended. Just the way the ref um, tried to break things up and ended up taking him down, he felt like he was victimized. Well, yeah, he's, he's weak. He's taken down by a ref. It's, it happens. Gotta get in the gym, no? Yeah, Ryan Reeves might what be the guys... most savage player in the NHL. Oh, for sure. What do you think of this Kane suspension, though? That was bullshit, I think. 
It was so bullshit, but it is the rule. Like, it could have been three games or ten games, but they gave him three, thank God. If it was ten, like, I would have literally sued if that was him. Because he, he got basically tackled, even though they were about to, like, drop Dude, the gloves. But like, you don't do that. Hockey, the hockey, there's fighting in hockey. The ref That's doesn't have to step in the way there. And it's not even like the ref was just standing, like, in, the, in between them. Like, he was intentionally trying to, like, stop Kane from from dropping the gloves basically like he basically skated at least 12 feet with him down the ice yeah. and tried to try to like calm him down or whatever and then king got pissed so i don't blame him that was stupid stupid yeah, suspension stupid. Yeah. yeah the ref tackled him but in i guess in the nhl's defense like kane was acting like an absolute dumbass like what are you doing dude it's preseason i know you have a rivalry just like just stop slashing stop talking because he does this all the time for vegas like it's getting annoying now Vander Kane, he hasn't, if anything, his attitude got worse when he got to San Jose, rather in Buffalo and Winnipeg, because he's just, he's gotten suspended, I think, twice or three times with San Jose already, and if he stays out of that crap, he would be a much better player in this league, but obviously he gets riled up and gets too into the game, and obviously he served the suspension, so, but yeah, obviously the referee it was at fault, dude, why were you tackling a player mid-play? If they're about to fight, the guy tackles them. Like, it's against the rules to fight. Like, <laughs> what? what are you doing? I do yeah. love that Vegas and San Jose rivalry, though. That's one yeah, of that's, my favorite, like, modern-day rivalries, I think. It is intense, for sure. All right, Um, I guess talk about rivalries. Kind of up the season, we're kind of doing a rivalry between each other. Uh, Battle of the Buds is back for Season 2. We've added a new player, though. Joe is into the mix now. So uh, just to give a little background about Battle of the Buds, AJ was the champion last year. AJ Flags was the champion. Um, I think I lost by, like, two wins or something like that, two games or something. Anyway. Yeah, it came down to the last week, I remember, and you went. I think you went one and three, and I went perfect yeah. or something like that. It was so stupid. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, Joe is now welcomed into the mix of Battle of the Buds, so... This is where we pick games in the week. So between three games mm, each. Yeah. Three games each between now and next week when we record our second episode of season two. So we're picking three games each. Uh, I guess I don't know what the winner is going to get in the end of this, but we obviously tally up our totals of uh, how many wins you get um, by picking these three teams to win. And yeah, it's going to be tallied over the course of the season. And winner of that will get, I don't know yet. So we haven't decided. I was like, I remember when we started this, Thomas, we, we had the same uh, thing. We never knew what the winner was going to get. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. Next episode, we'll let everyone know. <laughs> um, I'll start us off because I'm the remaining champion. Um, <laughs> and also because this pick is also my 82 NHL game challenge pick for tonight. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Bruins. They play today against the Arizona Coyotes um, October 5th. Uh, you might be listening to this after October 5th, so the Bruins might have won already, but hmm. I'm taking the Bruins against the Coyotes. In my 82-game challenge pick, though, for today, I'm not just taking the Bruins to win that game. I'm taking the Bruins puck line at minus 1.5. Um, I found odds at plus 205 on, I think it was five dimes. Um, you can't beat those odds for a puck line bet. The Bruins are on the road in Arizona, but... Man, I don't think Arizona is going to score at all tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bruins shut them out on the road because the wow. Bruins' defense, like, they're kind of a lot better than Arizona's forwards, I think. They're going to outplay them. Uh, so that's why I'm taking the Bruins tonight. 
All right, my pick is Nashville versus Detroit. I'm going to pick Nashville in this one. It is today, October 5th. Uh, Nashville kind of had a, they really had a good game against Minnesota, but uh, Detroit's not very good, so I'm going to take Nashville over Detroit. My pick as my debut pick <laughs> for Battle of the Buds, I have Dallas at Detroit. I'm picking the Stars in this one. I think they're going to bounce back after that loss versus the Bruins in their first game. Detroit, again, is not very good, and they are playing on back-to-back nights. So that's a recipe for absolute disaster for the Red Wings, in my opinion. So I'm going to pick Dallas. (laughs) My next pick, my second pick, uh, it's going to be the Vancouver Canucks. I have them beating the Kings on October 9th. Um, I'm kind of picking this game. I'm picking on the Kings a little bit because I think they're – not a great NHL team. I think the Canucks are much better than them. And the Kings are going to be on a back-to-back road trip um, on that day. On October 8th, I think they play – I don't remember where it was. It was somewhere out west. They fly to Vancouver. Uh, so I'm taking the Flames in that one. Uh, with my second game, I'm going to take the Blues over the Ottawa Senators on October 10th. No explanation needed because Ottawa is just bad. So, <laughs> But not as bad as <laughs> Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to go back to L.A. and L.A. at Calgary. I'm picking Calgary on October 8th. Calgary is at home. L.A., I think, is coming off. Of, they're going to be the first game of a back-to-back, so mm-hmm. who knows how they'll play, who's going to start and whatnot. So I'm picking Calgary to just pummel the Kings. Um, my last pick, my third pick here, I'm going to be taking – it's a bit of a closer game. Um, I'm going to take the Devils against the Oilers at home against the Oilers on October 10th. Um, I just simply think that the Devils are the better team here. Um, the Devils are going to be actually returning from a, a short road trip the day before they play Edmonton, but I think the Devils are going to come on top on that one. That's on Thursday, October 10th. Uh, with my second game, I'm going to take the Florida Panthers over the Buffalo Sabres on October 11th. Uh, with this one, I feel like Florida is a great team this year. I don't know if they're on back to back, but I'm gonna check quickly right now. October 10th, they do not play, so both teams are well rested uh, for this one in Buffalo. The game is, and I just think Buff- uh, Florida is a great team this year, and I just don't see them losing to the Buffalo Sabers, whose goaltender is a bit of a question mark this year again with Carter Hutton. But he did have a good game against the Pittsburgh Penguins to open up the season. But I'm just going to take the Florida Panthers over the Buffalo Sabres. Good pick. So I'm going to stick to another game on October 11th. Another pretty close one. Carolina versus the Islanders in Carolina. I'm going to take Carolina in this one. Um, Carolina is a pretty solid team this year. I know they have a question mark in that, but Mrazek played well versus Montreal. The Islanders, they, they're not really known for scoring, especially in Barry Trot systems. And Carolina seems like they could score a few goals. So I'm going to take Carolina in this one. That's all we all we wrote, all we have. You want to quickly go through these again? All yeah, right. Go ahead with your three games and then my okay. three games. And yeah. Okay, so today, October 5th, I have the Bruins beating the Coyotes. Um, October 9th, I have the Canucks beating the Kings. And then on October 10th, I have the Devils beating the Oilers. Uh, today, I have Nashville versus Detroit, St. Louis versus Ottawa on October 10th, and Florida versus Buffalo on October 11th. I have Dallas against Detroit on October 6th. 
I have Calgary at LA on October 8th, and I have Carolina versus the Islanders on October 11th. Perfect. Great way to start the Battle of the Buds. <laughs> Hopefully we can get some tight races. I do not want to blow out because that would be just horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a blowout at all last year, though. Like It was pretty it was close so the whole close. season. Yeah, yeah, it was back and forth. Every and week. not to mention, we didn't pick games against Ottawa sometimes because Ottawa was just terrible. Yeah, I think the last week we agreed that we wouldn't pick against Ottawa because they were just... I think they, it was at that point in the season where they were kind of like starting a bunch of nobodies to see mm-hmm. like how they would perform yeah. in the NHL. So that's why we at that point last year. But yeah, yeah. so like we were actually picking like somewhat of close games and we, we were doing well too. I don't remember our records exactly. I'd have to go listen <laughs> yeah. back. But we had positive records and they were, they were pretty good records from what I remember. Yeah, the last week kind of screwed me up. But uh, yeah, we're welcoming Joe to this segment. So that's kind of, I think it's going to be way better with three people because it's going to add a first, second, third place dynamic. So that'll be good. Also, uh, it's like, kind of it, nice that yeah. it's kind of nice that season two of end to end now we're going to be covering the entire NHL season because last year the breakdown yeah. we only started as a brand in January, right? Yeah, uh, we Thomas, I think yeah. you joined in February. Yeah, so and then the podcast fired in March, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Something around there. So yeah. we we only got to cover like the last little bit of the regular season last year, and mm-hmm. then playoffs in the off season. But now, like we're in full effect, like we could cover <laughs> literally everything this year. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Uh, any more discussion points we have to talk about? Any games? Any teams? Any players you want yeah. to talk about? I got one. You guys see? Um, Milan Lucic, sucker punch. Uh, I yeah. forget who it was now. Nikita Zadorov. Yeah, it was Zadorov on the Colorado Avalanche. Zadorov kind of hit. I don't remember who he hit. He hit someone Manjipane, pretty dirty in the corner. Manjipane. Was it Manjapane? I think so. That was okay. Oh no, sorry, Manjipane, Austin Zarnik. Austin Zarnik. Yeah, yeah, I knew it wasn't um, Manjapane. Anyways, Zarnik was basically skating into the corner, and he saw Zadorov coming, and he turned last second. Mm-hmm. Zadorov like. Didn't lay up. He hit him from behind. Head first into the boards. Lucic comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Like, Zadarov's looking at the ref, like, kind of, like, shrugging. Like, he turned or whatever, like, complaining. And Lucic comes out of nowhere. Zadarov's not protecting himself at all. (laughs) Lucic sucker punches him three (laughs) times to the face. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. Like, I freaking hate Milan Lucic, man. He's such an idiot. (laughs) He's just a guy. shit player. Like, yeah, he's just bad. He's just he really bad. Is. Like, he, there's nothing redeeming about him at all. Like, besides oh my God, he's bad. I uh, think the only people, sorry, yeah, you you go with your point. I think the only reason why Flames kind of have him now or like went out to get him is because they need grit in their lineup, mm-hmm. and he definitely brings that. But it's a stupid kind of grit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a worthless grit. Yeah, and. For people who thought that should have been a suspension, are you kidding me? Like, what? That's a sucker punch. Suspension. The hit or the... The sucker punch. You, do you don't think that... No? Don't think that's a suspension. No. no. Game misconduct, Th- and that's a... Three times in the head? No. And Zadorov's not even protecting himself, he's just standing there? Well, I mean, Zadorov did hit someone from behind, so I get why Lucic is doing that, but, like, man, like, it's not a suspension. Are you kidding me? Not even... I don't know. I Obviously, like... It was it was a game misconduct. He got ten minutes for it, Lucic. Yeah, he did. He got kicked out. But um, I don't know what to say about Milan Lucic this season. It's gonna be a long year. 
for Flames fans that believe in uh, Milan Lucic because I don't know what this guy is going to do for them. He's going to hurt them more than anything. I don't know. Like, it's just... It adds more grip, but as you guys said, it's stupid grip. Like, it's get-in-your-face grip that's going to cost you a penalty. Yeah. So, what... I don't... Like, me... I don't know. Like, Neil the was a good player. Up, just had one bad year, man. Like, I don't know. The Flames ended up losing that game, too. They did. They got destroyed. They got outplayed. Outplayed. Good. Colorado's going to be really good. They are. Oh, yeah. They're my pick to win the West, man. Yeah, exactly. If you listen back episodes, yeah. Colorado's pretty damn good. Nazem Kadri had a pretty good game, and also Nathan McKinnon and Mikko Ranton. Like, Gabriel Lannescock did as well. Ranton scored two goals. I know that. Yeah. I actually um, drafted uh, Kadri in our fantasy hockey league. Good. I think Kadri's going to have a good season. Yeah. He's playing uh, If he plays on that first power play, he's going to get a ton of points. Yeah, he's playing the Bergeron position. On yeah, the, the bumper, right? Yep. So he should get some points there. He's playing with some good players. You guys um, see one, Rome Polak? Yeah, that that was what I wanted to talk about. So What, yeah, what is this? I think okay, I, I think it's, it. Yeah. Um, so what happened was he was going into the corner to retrieve the puck. I don't know who he was battling with, but he kind of fell into the boards or whatever and, like, hit his head against the boards hard. Like, he's a yeah, big bad. guy. So mm-hmm. it looked bad. Like, he got stretchered off the ice. Like, it, it was a it was a big ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he he's an, he's fine now. He just has a, a, a fractured sternum, I believe. He's only out, like, two weeks or something. Like, But it looked like he could have been paralyzed, honestly. Yeah. His neck kind of, like, went in. But it was just his, his sternum got cracked, I think. But anyways, the whole point of this, he got stretched off. I was listening to the Bruins broadcast. The whole, the whole. Yeah, Bruins I was broadcast. just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. So Jack Edwards, the the play by play for the Bruins, basically said that him getting hurt and stretched off the ice is bad hockey karma. Absolutely like, gutless. Who the hell says that, man? Like that is bush league, like. That is just embarrassing, and I know Polak's agent. I think I don't know if it was Polak's agent. He was or, freaking out. Yeah, one of the he agents, was freaking Alan out Walsh, on Twitter. Basically called called him like a shit bag, basically to Edwards because that is such a bush league comment. Like I don't know what the hell you're trying to get across saying hockey karma when someone stretched it off the ice. Absolutely ridiculous. If that happened to a Bruins player, the guy would Edwards would be calling the fucking police out there. Edwards so would be know. down there on the ice concerning the player for God's he sake. He would be calling the police for assault. So I don't know what what are you trying to say with bad hockey karma? That was that left a sour taste in my mouth. And I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Um, did you even mention that Polak he fractured his sternum? Yeah. Oh, did you? I missed that then. Yeah. Absolutely anyways, that was gutless weird situation like what like, come on man like the guy's out cold on the ice not out cold but like he's out on the ice why would you like how do these guys still have a job with an Nesson? like they say stupid comments all the time I and i like jack edwards but like i man, hate that network so much they're, they're so biased they're biased and they're like their commentary and their coverage of games are just so freaking boring I can't like, watch on any games on that network. I hate it's it. It's ridiculous. Like, why are you saying that? I don't get it. Like, I yeah. know Joe Bowen here they in Toronto have, like, is really I just hate biased. that broadcast. 
it's ridiculous. all homers are biased but you don't say stuff like that no you like, don't no no come justify on justify like, yeah. hockey karma of someone getting stretched off the ice just stupid i don't know you what know, the other guy said some up the his um his color commentator guy or play by play some i don't know his other guy said something but i forgot what it was it was stupid too uh are you talking about the guy he tweeted something you're saying right I don't know. I, I don't know if it was on the broadcast because I was watching it and I didn't notice that they said this. And then after I went on Twitter, I saw that. I was like, oh my God. I know that I saw someone. I think it might have been someone from the same network and he was like, yeah, like I stand by his comments. Basically, <laughs> it, was Edwards. He's, it was Edwards. He's like, yeah, I stand by my comments in the heat of the, in like the moment or whatever. I'm like, that's so what? stupid. <laughs> oh my God. You should be fired. Stupid. They won't fire them because there's the only one who wants to be there. Apparently, what else I was we also got? listening to. Okay, wait, wait. I wanted to just elaborate. I was listening to Toronto radio yeah, Friday yeah, morning, so like the day after. So they had mm-hmm. one of the insiders on, Darren Drager, and apparently during the Cup final, like Drager was there or whatever, like in the press box, kinda, and he was sitting yeah. near Edwards, and that guy was like acted like a loser, basically. Cheering mean? at every hit that the Bruins did, and like he was just acting like a like a loser kind of fan. You know what I mean? Like that's he not how a commentator's team. supposed to act. That's commentators what I mean. Just, they're yeah. supposed to call the game based on what they're seeing, right? Yeah. Not they're not supposed to have favorites at all. Yeah, so I mean, he obviously, was like he he was just being a big like loser fan, and the guy's like a broadcaster. Like, can you relax? Like, what's wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous comments from Jack Edwards and the Nesson team at Bruins Hockey. So it's a joke. Any other any other comments we want to make? Any other players we like to shine for this week? I don't know. Bets, yeah, like Matthew's got bets. shot is lethal as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah that goal Matthews against Corp yesterday. Good, oh! Nylander, God, actually, let's talk about Nylander. He kind of looks like he's he's back a little bit. <laughs> he like, better be back. Are you kidding me? Well, in that first in the home opener, like that pass that he made to Matthews on the two on one, that was a that was a dime and a half. That was gorgeous. Yeah, that was nice. Um, and obviously he hasn't been putting up like a crazy amount of points, but every time him and Matthews are on the ice, like every other shift they're getting a scoring yeah, chance basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's definitely so, playing better. So good for Willie. I think the number has a lot to do with that. What do you think? <laughs> Eighty-eight. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. The guy switched his number like a man. total of ten times this friggin' his career. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't. I don't think that has anything to do with it. He's Eric Lindros. But he's Patrick Kane. What are you talking? There's about? so many people that don't even realize that Eric Lindros played for the Leafs, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, well, they're just they don't know hockey. Which to be fair, he played here for like a cup of coffee and then like retired. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Big E just had a a nice extra large at the lease and then just called it a career. (laughs) Nice. He mailed it in after. Yeah, he mailed it in. The concussions got some poor guy. He was a beast back in the day. Oh yeah. I'm sure Jack Edwards would have called him a bad hockey karma for getting concussions. So Yeah, easily. He would have been like, Yeah, he deserves a (laughs) hundred percent. Right, okay. All right. Any other um, any other players, uh, teams? Um, I do have one out? thing I want to say, but I'll save it for the very end. I don't know if we want to talk about any other thing from the NHL this week. No, I think I think we're good. We got the the continuous ideas for season two. I'll just mention this quickly. Uh, we got the hard hat award, obviously awarded to the player of the week kind of thing. Kind of trying to name different players every week 
and the what you say funniest quotes from GMs, players, management, you name it, coaches. So we got that all done, and the Battle of the Buds is back. So yeah, N10 looks to keep rolling on into the season. We've never had this, as Flager mentioned. Uh, the breakdown was the birth just came in January last Jan this January in 2019. So this is our first full hockey season. We're going to be analyzing on here on N10. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me until I conclude this episode. Yeah, I just want to say, check us out. We got tons of content, like we said before at the beginning of the episode. All the sports are on right now. So we got tons of content, especially the MLB team. We kind of gave our predictions for the ALDS and the NLDS predictions. So check out college articles, college football, NFL picks. Just keep us on your tabs on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you guys have realized, but we started the 82 NHL 82 game challenge this week um, in honor of the start of the NHL season. Basically what's happening is there's like seven or eight um, analysts from the breakdown and we're all participating in this contest. We all got assigned. Um, we got to pick from three random teams that we got assigned to. Um, if you recall earlier in the episode, I, I mentioned that I got assigned the Bruins, the Boston Bruins. Basically what's happening is um Every single game that the Bruins play, we each make – sorry, I, I'm saying that wrong. Every game that the Bruins play, I have to make a bet, basically, um, for that game. Uh, it could be anything from, like, team totals to um, total goals scored in the game, money line bets, puck line bets, anything. Any bet that involves a team in that game, uh, we're allowed to bet it. Um, unit sizes must be between one and three. Um, and then, obviously, if you miss a game or two, uh, that's all right. We're allowed to miss three games. And I already mentioned we're only doing team bets, so we can't do uh, player props at all. Mm -hmm. um, I actually got my first game right. I picked the Bruins to beat – I believe they played Dallas in their yep. first game of the se first game of the season. Um, so I won. I'm 1-0 right now. Um, I'm up. Uh, just under a unit, like 0.9 units. Um, and then tonight I'm taking, I already mentioned before in the episode, I'm taking the Bruins puck line against Arizona. So that's, keep an eye out for that. Follow us on Twitter because everyone, every day basically we're releasing all of our 82 game challenge picks. Um, it's a nice little, uh, like a little bit of a rivalry, a fun contest for our breakdown analysts. So keep up with that if you're interested. Right, that's it from you? That's it from me. All right. Well, you and Jack Edwards have a fun time with the Bruins all season, Flager. Because I... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, that pretty much up wraps up season uh, two, episode one of End to End. Uh, looking forward to episode two. And uh, yeah, that wraps it up for me, TV, Joe, and Flags on End to End. We'll chat with you guys next week.